0: some background information that may be helpful. The gospel reading tells us that Joseph was betrothed to Mary, or Mary was betrothed to Joseph. And this word betrothed can be foreign to us. Sometimes we mistakenly translate it as engaged, and that's not accurate. Today when people get engaged, 80% of those couples end up getting married. But when people got betrothed, 100% of those couples were married. During this first stage of what at the time was a two-stage marriage process, the man gave a woman a marriage document, usually along with a ring in the presence of two witnesses. This, in Jewish law, was the central moment of the marriage ceremony. The two were bound together before God as husband and wife. At the time of their betrothal, Mary and Joseph were fully married, but they were prohibited from cohabitating. Effectively, we can liken it to a marriage validly contracted, but not consummated. At the time of Mary and Joseph's betrothal, the young husband and wife would have stayed in their separate parents' respective homes, usually for about a year, while the husband went off and built a home for the couple to call their residence. When the husband was ready, he would come back, and the happy couple celebrate the second stage of the marriage ceremony. During this second part, a contract is signed where the husband accepts full responsibility for taking care of the wife's clothing, food, shelter, and tending to her emotional needs for the rest of her life. Then the wife would move into the home of her husband that he had built for her. So it is during this in-between time period, after they were betrothed, but before they moved in together and slept together that Joseph discovers that Mary is pregnant, and Joseph knows that he has not slept with Mary. At this point, the bond that they established could only be separated by two things, divorce or death. Speaking of death, the penalty for committing adultery during this time period was stoning by death which in this case would have meant death for both Mary and the unborn baby Jesus. Watch Joseph to see how he is about to set an example for Jesus to follow later in life by protecting the woman from being stoned to death. When Joseph is planning on divorcing Mary quietly, it is then that Joseph falls asleep. And the angel of the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream, telling him, Do not be afraid. Now with this background information in mind, why would Joseph have been afraid in planning to divorce Mary? Holy men and women throughout the last 2,000 years have come up with three theories on why this might be. Listen to these and see which one resonates with you if you were in Joseph's shoes and situation at this time. The first theory is that Joseph was just being judgmental. Let's call this theory the Judgmental Joseph Theory. The Judgmental Joseph Theory claims that in Joseph's judgment, Mary must have committed adultery. And yet, he wants to show her mercy and keep her from being stoned to death. So, he decides to marry, or divorce Mary in quiet. St. Peter Chrysologus, Adopted this theory and interprets the words the angel spoke to Joseph in the dream to mean the following Joseph son of David Do not be afraid What you see in her is virtue Not sin This is not a human fault, but a divine descent This is not the detri- betrayal of a person It is the secret of the judge Here is not a cause of death, but of life. Therefore, do not be afraid. If this judgmental Joseph theory resonates with you, hold on to that for a moment while we move on to the second theory. The second theory is that Joseph was feeling unworthy. Let's call this theory the unworthy Joseph theory. In the unworthy Joseph theory, Joseph knows and believes that Mary has conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yet, he's afraid because he feels unworthy to raise the child of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, Joseph plans to divorce Mary quietly so his sense of unworthiness is not made public to everyone. Here's the support for this theory. As the angel appeared to Joseph in the dream today, he addressed Joseph in a particular way. He said, Joseph, son of David. David, of course, was the great king of Israel a thousand years before. The term son of David means that the person is the descendant of royalty. If Joseph went to sleep with the intent of divorcing Mary because he felt he was unworthy, being the father of the child of the Holy Spirit, when the angel refers to him as son of David, the angel is reminding Joseph that he is a descendant of royalty. Now if you think you would be feeling unworthy if you were Joseph, hold on to that while we move on to the third theory. The third theory is that Joseph was just confused and didn't know what to do. Let's call this the confused Joseph theory. In the confused Joseph theory, Joseph believes Mary, and he also believes in the Jewish law. He is confused about what to do in this situation. So the best decision he can think of is to quietly divorce Mary. That's the easiest thing for him to do. Now, if you think you would have been confused if you were in Joseph's situation, hold on to that. Okay, now by a show of hands, let's see which of those three really resonates with you, okay? We've got the Judgmental Joseph Theory, Unworthy Joseph, and Confused Joseph. Judgmental Joseph. Let's see a show of hands. All right. Maybe about a quarter of you. What about Unworthy Joseph? Who would be feeling unworthy about? All right. And Confused Joseph. All right. That's where most people. Are. All right. Now, what does the theory we believe about Joseph's motives have to say about ourselves and our own motives? Judgmental Joseph. If we identify with judgmental Joseph, maybe we are projecting onto Joseph our own tendency to be quick to judge the guilt of others. As Jesus grows up and becomes an adult, he knows from his own family's history how this tendency to judge and be dismissive of others can be potentially devastating. is preaching the sermon on the mount. Jesus speaks these words. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Jesus is not making some theoretical or theological pronouncement here. Jesus For this is personal for him. He, like every child deep down, desired for his parents to work through the problems they faced together with God and to stay together instead of giving in to the temptation of divorcing. Jesus knows that it took divine intervention in order for Joseph to know and not follow through with his plans to divorce Mary. If this is true, that divine intervention is needed for the Holy Family to stay together, the same must be true for us and our families. As we prepare for celebrating Christmas with families and our loved ones, let's check our judginess at the door, knowing how this quality could have divided the Holy Family 2,000 years ago and the same is true today. Instead of assuming the worst about others' intentions, let's be more charitable, Give them the benefit of the doubt. Instead of pushing crazy Uncle Leo away, let's give him a hug and a listening ear to understand him better. Unworthy Joseph. If we identify with unworthy Joseph, could this speak to our own? to maybe push people away from us who are meant to make us more holy. When we are feeling unworthy to play an important role with bringing Jesus into the world in our homes, it can be paralyzing and sometimes we are caught with the thought, who am I to do this? The correct question to ask ourselves are, who are we not to do this? The person, King David, in the psalm today that we sung, called the King of Glory, is the same person that we get to call our Father in a few moments when we say the Lord's Prayer. The Son of David, the only other person in the New Testament other than Joseph is called the Son of David, is Jesus, who is referred to by that term 17 times. Through our baptism, we gain Jesus, the King of the Universe. As our adopted brother. This adopted brother is who we refer to in the first reading and gospel reading as Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Just as Jesus desired to enter Joseph's house when he was in the womb of Mary, same is true for us. Even when we feel unworthy, Jesus wants to enter into our home and our world through the Eucharist. It's time for each of us to see in ourselves what God has seen in us from the beginning of time. A home for Jesus to come into our world. Confused Joseph. If we identify with confused Joseph, maybe we are lacking clear guidance and decisiveness in our own lives. Maybe we plan to do the easy thing to do because we are running on fumes, lacking the energy that comes from sleep. If we can't see where God is trying to guide us on our journeys with Jesus and our family, maybe it's because we're walking around foggy brain from lack of sleep. Over 40% of Lucas County residents are sleep-deprived. So I'm gonna say something that preachers never say, but I say to my own kids frequently: for the love of God, go to sleep. What is sleep and dreaming, if not preparation for what comes next? We need to learn how to sleep like a saint from St. Joseph. St. Joseph, sleeping St. Joseph, is showing us that sleep and important decisions in life is important for God to allow his guidance to come to us. The image of St. Joseph as he is sleeping is a powerful reminder of his peaceful surrender to God's plan for his life. Pope Francis has a statue of, of sleeping St. Joseph. And whenever he's having a problem, something that's weighing heavy on his mind, he writes it down, and sticks it underneath St. Joseph before going to sleep, trusting that St. Joseph takes care of the intention while the Pope sleeps. We also can allow St. Joseph to intercede for us trusting that God will handle our problems while we sleep. here today feeling judgmental, unworthy, or confused, the angel's message to Joseph and each of us is that we can rest assured, we who have royal relatives have a special role to play in bringing Jesus into our homes, and our world, today and this Christmas.